Hey everyone, I am Kelsey Wozniak, your co-host of the Bigger Life Podcast. I'm so excited you're here with me today. We're here to give you as much value as possible to help you develop the biggest life possible. We will talk about business, we'll talk about mom life, dad life, balance, struggles of parenting, the struggles and the blessings of running a business with your spouse, and so much more. We want to help you pave your path while hearing some of the things we have learned and help you cut out some of the roadblocks that you might also face along the way. We're so glad you're here and welcome to the Bigger Life Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Bigger Life Podcast. Um, Obviously, this is Kelsey, and today what I want to talk about is thinking outside the box in your business. Um, So many times I feel like you kind of get paved this path in whatever industry you're in where you know you're told a certain way of doing things is the way that you're going to be successful and regardless of what industry you're in real estate fashion um, hair whatever it is that you're in I feel like that's a very common theme that you see is do this and this is what you'll get and what we have realized and what I have realized over the past several years is just because that's the way that someone else has found success and just because that's a way that you can be successful doesn't mean that that's the only way to be successful. So what I want to talk about is just looking outside the box, you know, trying to figure out like where where are there little things in your business that you can change and tweak to either get you more return, you know, squeezing out a little bit more money out of certain things, or how can you leverage things in a different way to get more of your time back to where you can actually spend more time on your business versus in your business. Um, So let me just give you an example. One of the things that I feel like is really important in our business is figuring out how to... um, how to leverage um, our time when it comes to showing houses. Now, obviously, you know, we've talked about this before as far as, you know, trying to find people in your tribe and your community to um, who want to be able to help because it's giving them value, you know. So paying someone to do um, showings for you or paying someone to be available when you're not available, you know, whatever that is. But thinking even differently, like not just in your day-to-day things that are just kind of, you know, easy things to try to simplify your life with. Think bigger than that. So think outside of your just normal day-to-day things. Where is there an opportunity to actually find more money in your business? So think about this. If you run a real estate business and your day-to-day, the way that you bring income in is truly just by selling houses, right? What if there were other opportunities inside of that industry you have access to where you can actually pull more money, pull more funds. So again, just thinking big picture here. So say you have a transaction coordinator who works for you and that transaction coordinator does, you know, all of your transactions from, you know, start to close or from the time you guys go under contract until closing. And that person has a process and that process is to basically do that from contract to close. The process is really easy to follow. It really doesn't take a whole lot of skill set to do it. It takes organization. It takes, you know, time, right? Time on task. But the process is there. The system is there. It's repeatable. So you could theoretically, if it's a good enough system, you could take the person who's doing it out of it and implement someone else, right? So what if you were able to find some way of leveraging that out at a lower cost? You know, maybe it's a virtual assistant paying them a little bit less money, but for them, it's great money. So you're doing a favor, you're doing a service to someone else in a different country, but you're getting it for a much lower cost, right? 
So say then all of a sudden that transaction coordination service is a service that you can offer to other agents, right? Or, you know, other people in your group. All of a sudden you now have a business inside your business that actually is a service for other agents, right? So think about it this way. My transaction coordinator, our transaction coordinator, you know, most times around us, you pay someone 300 to $350 a transaction for a transaction coordinator. Well, what if you were able to leverage a virtual assistant and get them trained to where they're doing the transaction coordination for you? And instead of paying per transaction, you're paying hourly, okay? So they have to do a certain amount of things per week, but that hourly you know, figure is much less expensive than someone who's in the States. So you're looking at 3 to $5 an hour, depending on the virtual you know, assistant you know, company that you work with, all that. So say you were able to hire someone to do that, but then all of a sudden you are able to actually offer that service to other agents. You are the person who started this business as a transaction coordination business, okay? So say then you charge it at a discount because you're trying to make it more competitive and make it worth it for an agent to hire your, you know, your assistant, your transaction coordinator. What if you charged $200 per transaction instead of three or 350? All of a sudden, you're talking about $200 per transaction. And then at that point in time, say you have, say you have, you know, 20 transactions going at a time, you know, what is 200 times 20? At that point in time, you're talking $4,000 a month of recurring income. Now, yes, you have, you know, to pay your VA and yes, it takes time to establish and whatnot. But what if you're able to, at that point in time, take just the profits you're not an active person in that business anymore, but say you're paying out $1,000 a month for this and you're getting $3,000 a month for it. And that's just on 20 transactions, right? So it's, it's just a way of thinking outside the box and thinking about where can you squeeze more money by, by just continuing to do the things that you're already doing. And so that's what I want to encourage you guys to think about is it's really hard to kind of get yourself in that mindset. The, I guess it's not even a growth mindset. It's a, it's an entrepreneurship mindset, really, you know, not all agents are entrepreneurs and that's okay. But I guess it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, but even if it's for you and your business or your career, what kind of quality of life would you have if you found other pieces of recurring income that don't have to do with you selling another house? right? I mean, I think that for most realtors, their end game is not to just sell real estate until they die. Like you want to be able to create, you know, recurring income and things that actually start to pay your bills without you necessarily having to just grind and hustle for the rest of your life. So I just wanted to, I guess, kind of bring up that topic or that idea, you know, I've been coached around this whole, you know, theory, um, and our coaches with our virtual assistant, um, company, they call it zero costing. And it was literally mind blowing for me when I heard that, um, when I just heard about like how you're able to, you know, pay more money out, but find ways to replace that, you know, with other sources of income. And I think that's something too, that's really important. You know, if you're in an industry where you are an entrepreneur and you have gotten into that, you know, track of this is the way to do it. And this is the only way to do it. That's fine. You know, and that is a great way of doing it, but start to think outside the box with everything in your business, everything, you know, I, I mean, I just, I can't, can't say it enough that there's so many little things you can do to tweak your business, to systemize things that will actually make your client experience, whoever your client is, your customer, 
it'll make their experience better because there is a system in place and no one is, you know, they're not asking questions. They're not having to ask you what's next. You already put it out there for them. And if you haven't, you know, been down that road before with putting systems in place for your business, I highly recommend thinking about the pain points of your business. What do you struggle with? What is the one thing that you feel like is so stressful for you in your business on a day-to-day basis? How can you alleviate that pain? What are the things that you can do? And instead of just thinking about, you know, for us in real estate, it's always the first thing is, you know, you hire an admin first, that's what they recommend, and then you hire a buyer's agent. And that buyer's agent, you're able to refer them buyers. The problem with that is that you are then referring out a huge chunk of your income. If you are like most agents, you're probably doing, I mean, 60, probably 70% of your business is buyers. So yes, it's, it is relieving your time when it comes to being able to then hunt for listings. However, what happens to that referral base? What happens when those buyers want to sell their house in five or 10 years? Are they going to think of you or are they going to think of the agent that you referred them to? And that's where I think it's so important to think outside the box when it comes to you know, what everyone tells you is the right way of doing things and the next step, you know, because that scares me. You know, personally, I feel like that's something that is a flaw in the system for real estate. You know, I, I am personally, you know, we are referral based and for us to just completely cut out a huge, you know, chunk of our referral partners, I call them partners because our clients are our partners in this business. You know, that's scary. That's a scary thought. And I think that there's another way of doing it. Now, I'm not saying you should be running buyers constantly every day of the week. I'm not saying that. But how can you alleviate that pain point? If the pain point is showing houses, how can you help that? If the pain point is the paperwork, how can you leave that? If the pain point for you is the marketing when it comes to, um, you know, just reaching out and touching base with your clients on a regular basis, how can you relieve that or alleviate that? You know, so just trying to figure out where are the pain points that you need help with and then trying to figure out how you can create a system around those things to where it's not something that you just have to think of every single time that you're doing it and do it and it's painful, but you can start to put systems in place to where it's actually happening, you know, on a recurring basis. And also how can you create other businesses and create recurring income for yourself with that too? Now, I know that I started talking about the virtual assistant thing um, very briefly, and I do believe that that is a crucial piece of all of this. Um, But even if it's not, even if you just have, you know, a good friend who, like for me, for instance, my sister was doing a lot of cricket stuff, you know, designs and, you know, putting different prints on things, you know, for a long time. So there was a good chunk of time when I was actually hiring her to do all of my closing gifts. And the way that I would basically outsource that is we would send her, my closing coordinator would send her all of the stuff that would go into the closing gift and then the name of the clients, the address, everything. She would create the closing gift. She would make it. It was handmade. I loved that it was handmade. It wasn't just store-bought. She would put it all together. She'd package it prettily, prettily, you know, make it really pretty. And then she would ship it to our clients for us. Oh my gosh, that was the best thing ever because then I wasn't having to drive to every single house that we closed on and just drop off a gift, you know? Um, and then our clients would get this really fun package. They may all be like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Thank you so much. Like this is awesome. And it's handmade and it's thought, you know, thoughtful and custom and everything. So again, it's just, how can you 
start to put systems in place. Don't be afraid of asking for help. Oh my goodness, that is, I think, one of the most important things in this, in any business, in any, you know, anything that you're doing where you're the main person for the business, you have to ask for help. It's just where can you ask for help and then how can you make it to where there's a system for that person to help you? Um, so I know that kind of ping-ponged around on this one. I hope that this was helpful. Um, I do, I am passionate about, you know, helping people try to see opportunity. And I think that that's just something that you almost have to, you almost have to like open your mind up to opportunity in order to see opportunity. So that's something that I think is really, really crucial and really important is just being open-minded to different, you know, different ideas. I think that, you know, there was a point in time for me in our business too, where I just felt like, no, I'm not interested, you know, in doing it differently. Cause this is, this is my focused path. This is where I'm going. And that's cool. And there's a, there's a season in life. There's a season in business for everything. And there's definitely a season where you have to be super focused like that. But once you get to the point where you're like, all right, it's time to diversify. It's time to, to get to the next level. What does that next level look like for you? Is it selling more houses? Or is it finding income in other areas and finding leverage in other areas where you don't have to continue to increase your sales? So again, outside the box, think outside the box. Um, you know, it's just, it, it changes everything. I will tell you that it absolutely changes everything. Um, the other thing with that too is don't be afraid of the time that you have to put into it. You know, everything is short term when you're talking about the investment of time it's going to take to put systems in place. What you're going to gain from it in the long run is so much more valuable than what it's going to cost you in the short term. And that's what I have to constantly tell myself too, because I am someone who, I mean, you're always at capacity for your time. You know, your time is the absolute most valuable thing that you have in life and you want to be protective of that time. And I think it's just one of those things where you just have to realize that yes, there might be a point in time where you feel like you're having to pull the arrow back in order to be able to move forward and that's okay. And you might be spending a lot more time working, you know, on something on a project that you're working on, but the, the return is going to be so great, you know? So just, I guess what I'm saying is don't, don't kill yourself, you know, don't, don't get the burnout, but do things intentionally, you know, don't just do things just to do things, do things intentionally, create those systems for yourself, um, and make it to where things are repeatable to where you're not having to put this much time into everything all the time forever. You know, this is a short lived pain. So hope this was helpful for anyone. Um, I know I talked specifically real estate business, but again, I think that all these different things can be implemented in any business that you're in. So hope this was helpful and I will see you guys or talk to you guys soon. See ya.